ladies, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. And welcome back to a nice segment. It's called Repeat Business and the Referral. Oh my God. Let's talk about repeat business. What does repeat business mean? People that return. Remember, I told you guys about an Egyptian pharmacist that lives out there in Texas. The first time she had taken TOEFL, she missed the speaking by one bit. She didn't speak to me for a while. The next thing you know, I got a message from her saying, hey, I'm having difficulty with my reading. So not out of pity, but out of decency, I said, okay, let's get on a call. I'll coach you for an hour. After that two days, or maybe about less than 24 hours later, she said, hey, I'd like to buy a couple of coaching hours. See, that's repeat business. Although that's not repeat business that I would much prefer, obviously, because I prefer her passing the test on her first go, but that's repeat business. So if you look at it, how often should you contact existing customers? So again, existing customers, me, it's not so much that I have, you know, online virtual classes yet. That's one of the big goals for this year is to have, you know, teach business English pre-intermediate, to teach business English intermediate, have a schedule that people can book out or a platform that they could book out their schedule on. These are the big things that I want to do, right? So to have a class of five students and, you know, from five different countries, you know, going over, you know, talking about, you know, business English and different things in specific areas, this is what will, again, this is what will formulate me into having that full-fledged online business and not just like, you know, test preparation coaching. So this is one of the big goals, obviously. So again, you know, what's something that I've been thinking of is like having a virtual, like having a company. So I have LinkedIn, right? And I've had Watson's and so many different companies, not only here within Thailand, Watson's being like one of those pharmacy drug places, but others around the world and coming back to Thailand, there was a hotel and they keep looking up my, obviously, you know, my profile because they're interested in what I do. Now they haven't reached out to me and said, hey, you know what? We have problems with customer service, such as Watson's or Avani Atrium. Hey, we need uh, someone to prepare our da 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 you see what I mean? Once that happens, I'm going to be able to take my company and what I do to the next phase. You see what I mean? So going back to the existing customers, it's always important to care, 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 care for those existing customers. Because obviously those are existing customers. So me, I just have coaching. You know, I have students who I coach. I have only about two students online who I actually teach, but they're here within Thailand, right? One of them's like an intermediate learner. She's in sixth grade, uh, I'm sorry, 12th grade. The other one's like in, I think, seventh or eighth grade. And I teach him like general English. Now, my goal is to have those types of classes worldwide. And then that is what's going to set me apart from, you know, just having coaching, coaching, coaching to having legitimate classes. Do you guys understand? So why is it a good idea to contact existing customers and always ask them, you know, is there anything I could do for you? It's kind of like that guy that was at Starbucks and he said he liked his job so much because his boss would constantly and on a routine basis throughout the day come to him and say, hey, is there everything okay? Is there anything you need? Is there anything you need? Is there anything you need? That type of taking care of someone goes a heck of a long, long way. And this is what we're going to talk about obviously, in uh, customer care, which is the last unit we're going to be doing in sales before we get into investment. So you guys are going to hear a nice little sneak peek in terms of investment too. All right. So again, 
leaving that at that, how do you manage your existing customers? Now, these are just questions for you to answer and whatnot. And now I have a wonderful listening where we're going to be listening to two people, Tracy and George, okay? They're going to be discussing things. Uh, we're going to see if uh, George knows how to manage the conversation. What would you do differently? How do you get referrals? These are all very critical. And this is when I will obviously go into my nice little storytelling and tell you exactly how I get referrals. Because referrals, people, and the word of mouth is everything. Track okay, 20. Let's go. Okay, so you'll take the new white card. Apart from that, you'll keep the same order. Yes, I think so. I like the new stuff, but we really don't have a need. Tight budgets, you know, just the card. Okay, so uh, I think that's everything. Yes, I think so. So, are you just buying for this office? Yes, that's right. Because you have other offices in the region, don't you? Yes, I'm not sure how many, three or four. Do you mind if I ask who purchases their supplies? Well, I guess each office manager does it themselves. Okay, and you wouldn't know which company they use? I wouldn't have a clue, I'm afraid. Why do you ask? Well, would you say you're happy with the value we offer? Yes, I would. And we'd like to help your company reduce costs wherever possible. So we might be able to help in some of your other locations. Okay, I see what you're saying. So could I ask if there's anyone else you could introduce me to at another office? Well, I know Kathy at our regional office quite well. Let me give you her card. And would you mind letting her know I'll call her? No, that's not a problem. Thanks, Tracy. So this could have gone, this could have gone, I don't know. I don't know because to be honest with you, we have a saying out there in America and it's called coming off like a snake oil salesman. Now, it wasn't as if he was doing it for the benefit of him, but it was for them to reduce cost and everything at their other offices. So again, you can hear that the conversation probably around the 42nd mark ended up just stopping. He's like, hey, so do you have any other offices? Do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have this? It kind of feels like he was probing just a little bit, right? Now, what, hey, okay, Arsenio, so what would you have done differently? I would have said, you know what, Tracy, man, thank you so much for, you know, continuing, you know, using us and whatnot and just to let you know, uh, you know, because we've been helping you reduce your costs so much. If in the event, I know that you guys do have other offices at other locations. If you would like to share my card, uh, you know, and potentially, you know, so I can help those offices too, in terms of you guys saving more and more and more, I would greatly appreciate it. See, it's kind of a loaded question, but it's not him probing. I'm not probing like he was. It was one question after another, after another. And by, by the third or fourth question, she said, why do you ask? He's like, oh, well, you are, you know, you really do like our service, right? She's like, yeah. I just feel like that's a very, a very, bleh, a very 1980s way of approaching it. Rather than saying, you know what, Tracy, I know you have other offices. If you or the company is interested in reducing costs at these other offices, I would love to talk to the managers too. Here's my card. Um, you could email me if you have any information. I'll be more than happy uh, to go from there. And then maybe I could just use a gambit. And again, gambits, you guys are like, what's a gambit? We're going to be discussing that in the pre-intermediate. Okay, so stay tuned for that. I did it 
probably about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, but I'm definitely going to redo that podcast. So um, do you guys get what I'm saying? So it felt like a little proby. Now, if you guys have watched uh, or listened to the Stephen Covey Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you would know what probing is. And it's just question after question after question after about eight questions. You're just like, huh? Although we had a very light tone and he wasn't like a typical snake oil salesman out there in America saying, hey, okay, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do this. Remember, I told you guys about the first time I came here to Bangkok and this guy lowered his pricing on his stuff from 800 US dollars to literally 100 US dollars. Like you went from, like you don't even believe in your own product and you expect me to pay even 100 US dollars for that? How about you just give it to me for free? You already lowered it $700, just give it to me for free. So again, I don't know. You guys could share it, you know, share me your thoughts. All the things and things that you can actually answer if you're at an elementary level, it's on the Business English Podcast badge. Make sure you follow my Facebook page, you comment, let me know what you think, and my Instagram. And again, just want to give a big special shout out to Japan. You guys have downloaded insane amounts of my podcast, and you guys are now the clear cut at uh, second place on my rankings. And I wouldn't be surprised. And Maybe a year or two years' time, you'll end up being number one. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. And with that being said, guys, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.